This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. And welcome to episode 16 of the Animaniacast. Welcome to the Animaniacast. We are a podcast that is dedicated to the animated television series Animaniacs. Each and every week we revisit a different episode of the series. We discuss all the cultural references, all the gags, and we share our memories of first watching the episode and what we think about it right now. Uh, In the end, we give each episode a water tower rating out of five different water towers. Ooh, it's exciting. And... Joining me, as always, are my brother Nathan here. I'm the brother. He's taking Nathan, off, he's taking taking off, off his, my clothes. Taking off his clothes here in the studio. Sorry. He's taking off his shirt. I don't know what's going on. And <laughs> across across the country, feeling under the weather, but no, nonetheless still here, is Kelly. Hello. Oh, Kelly's a little sick today. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, hmm. but she's still here because... Well, she's a committed woman, and she she loves the Animaniacs, so she's going to be here. You can't keep her down. Mm -mm, I I do love my Animaniacs. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. So today we are going to be talking about episode 16, which features the segments Chalkboard Bungle, Hooray for Slappy, and the premiere of the great Wakorati. So we get some fine culture at the Mm. end of this episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Uh well just in a, a few words guys what are your what are your initial thoughts of this episode I uh, was I watched the whole thing <laughs> that is your thoughts yep okay uh Kelly what about you meh meh um and I didn't like this one that much but I have a theory of why I didn't like it and I have a, an idea of how this I have a, I have a an idea for a Kickstarter that I will every, p- every time put someone out there. says I have a theory, I always say it must be bunnies because <laughs> once more with feeling, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, if you ever if you never saw the musical episode, then you should. Okay, it's uh, one of the best ones. I've, I'll let it you. Is. It's oh. quirky. It's different, but it's fun. <laughs> I've never seen one episode of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'll let you two talk I, about that. I skipped the whole first season, <laughs> but. <laughs> Because I heard that wasn't as good as the rest of it, so I was just like, oh, I'll just pick up on the sex season, and it's uh, good, so. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, today we're talking about, not Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but we're Ow. talking about <laughs> Animaniacs. <laughs> Okay, segment one was called Chalkboard Bungle. Chalkboard Bungle is a story by Tom Ruger and Paul Rugg. And it was written by Paul Rugg and directed by Rusty Mills. Hmm. Um, Kelly, what basically happens here in segment number one? Well, the chairman of the board, Thaddeus Plotz, decides to hire a school teacher to teach the Warner Brothers and Dot. And her name's Miss Flamille. Flamille! She's, <laughs> she, she's very serious and very strict. And... Um, you know immediately that the Warner Brothers and Dot are going to torment her endlessly. Yes. And um, let's see, I guess they 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 basically go to class, right? Yeah. And uh, in the end, she she tries to get, she gets very upset with them at the end yeah. of it all. She gives everybody an F, but we don't give Wacko an F. Never give Wacko an F. Because he'll hulk out on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now you've gone and hurt his feelings. I'd apologize if I were you. I will not, your horrid, naughty children. 
really did look like the Hulk when he got an F, by the way, to be. Yeah, you don't like Wacko when he's angry. <laughs> and, uh, then of course they, Miss Fumil, they do a whole switcheroo or Ralph where she gets put into the water tower and, um, then they get to go on recess. Yeah. So there we go. It makes me think that that's why Ralph's always chasing them even to the water tower. Maybe he's trying to oh. get them to school or something, you know. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. Still well, he, I mean, he just has to make sure. Maybe the reason he chases them at the very end of some of these segments is he just has to make sure, absolutely sure, it's not someone else in disguise. And mm. just to make sure he closes that water tower door like he does at the beginning of, like, Newsreel, The Stars, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? Or at the beginning of the, the theme song, I mean. Right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? Let's right. do it. Let's go with that theory. So, anyway, let's go over the, some of the, the things of this. Uh particular one but, but there's there are some cultural references in this uh mm-hmm. particular one first of all let's talk about the title itself it's called chalkboard bungle and this is a parody of a movie from 1955 called blackboard jungle uh which stars uh the actor who would later become pa kent in the christopher reeve superman movie I can't think Jamil of Jamil Farah? No. No. He later Kevin changed Costner. his name to Jamie Farr. No, no, you're thinking yeah. of, oh, okay. you're, you're thinking of the, the new Man of Steel movie. Oh, uh, what did you say? This the is, Christopher Reeve? It's the Christopher Reeve one. Oh. So hang on, this this is hang on, I'm looking this up because I just had it. Look it's it up, Black, look it up. Glenn Ford was his name. I was way off. Glenn Ford was his name. Now, this this intro is actually pretty cool because it's such a... I I just looked up the trailer. Listen to this trailer. Isn't this just Happy Days? (laughs) No, not Glenn Ford's looking around. You are now listening to Rock Around the Clock. This is the theme music from MGM's sensational new picture, Blackboard Jungle. Many people said the story could not, must not, dared not be shown. The picture already has the movie and book world gasping. Blackboard Jungle deals with an explosive subject, the teenage terror in the schools. It is the frankest, the toughest, the most realistic film since On the Waterfront. It is fiction, but fiction torn from big city modern savagery. It packs a brass knuckle punch in its startling revelation of those teenage savages who turn big city schools into a flying jungle. Black Forest Jungle will be the talk of this town. Don't miss it. There, oh, there we, we go. go. There it is. So, so, the in that, so in that, in Blackboard Jungle, it's dealing with a teacher going in and dealing with these savage teenagers. And in the, in the trailer itself, it's kind of funny because he has a lot of scenes where he's actually punching kids. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he's fighting these teenage punks in the fifties. It's, it actually looked kind of like an entertaining movie. I think I kind of want to check it out if it's on Turner Classic Movies. Well, and then, uh, just, it's a lot of just kids staring at the camera as he's <laughs> yeah. doing that. Like, yeah. It's the most interesting movie ever. No one, like, no people said they anything. shouldn't make this movie and it just shows these teenagers kind of just looking passively like, <laughs> oh, these punks, they really look crazy. I know. Like what? Later in the trailer, he's, yeah, he's fighting say- and stuff, but it kind of looked a lot like, um, movie like uh what was the michelle pfeiffer movie with coolio and stuff um dangerous game stand and deliver is it that's well stand and deliver is one of them but it <laughs> was it dangerous games they did uh gang uh, gangster paradise and everything um something like that let me see it sounds about right i never saw it so well it's the same kind of same kind of premise right there of a, of a teacher going in so in this case miss flamille is the one that is dealing with these savages Dang- Dangerous Minds. Dangerous, Dangerous Minds. minds. Uh-huh. Dangerous Minds. Yes, there's no games in that movie. It was all about the minds. So there we go. Um, well, guys, what do you think? Miss Fumil going in. Are there any moments in this particular episode that you thought were, you know, pretty funny, cute, anything like that? Um, I really I- enjoyed the the conjugate lines <laughs> with Yakko and Flamil. <laughs> I think those were my favorite lines of the whole show. Let's move on to sentence structure. First, verbs. Yakko, can you conjugate? Who, me? I've never even kissed a girl. No, no, no. It's easy. I'll conjugate with you. 
Good night, everybody. You don't understand. Let me go to the board and show you. Don't look. It's kind of the rule of three. Yeah, he does it three times. Yeah, it's yeah. like he says, "Don't do that." Well, I'll conjugate with you. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And then, okay, you watch. And like, don't look. Don't look. Yeah. Uh, yes, that was that was a very good joke, uh, Kelly. What are you? What about you? I like the cool little amusement park ride that they had going on around the water tower in the background when Plotz is talking to Mr. Neal in his office. That's true. They kind of had like this little rocket ride. It looked kind of similar to the old rockets that they used to have at Disneyland and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do they still have those at Disney World? Like the actual rockets like that are up yeah, in the... Yeah, the Astro Orbiter. Oh, man. They used to have it at Disneyland. I love that ride. But then they changed it and they got... They brought it down They to brought the it down to the floor and... and- it's um yeah I went on it when I was in uh went to Disney World like ten years ago and you have to and it's all on a it's raised fun. platform and everything yeah I think it was probably like fifteen years ago so there you go if you want to pretend yeah. that you're the Warner Brothers and go to Disneyland you could Disney World cu- Disney World I should say yeah Disneyland it's pretty lame it's down the floor it's not yeah that might great. as well go on Dumbo yeah exactly Aww. which I like better yeah Dumbo's better anyway Disneyland commentary here on the anime <laughs> cast. I also liked um, when she said, uh, I think she said, are we clear? And he's like, no, we're opaque. Yes. And now we're clear. <laughs> yes. Let me warn you that I will tolerate no foolishness. Are we clear? No, we're opaque. Now we're clear. It, Wacko is also a dog again in this yeah, episode. I noticed that. I'm like, again with the dog? Like- <laughs> if they're really trying to not show that these are not puppy children, that they're just cartoon <laughs> characters they do wacko is almost in every other episode acting like yeah. a dog so come on guys let's 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 keep some consistency here otherwise we're just gonna call we're you dogs. dogs but like yeah they keep getting called dogs they just and... like acting like dogs because it's fun mm-hmm. maybe that's it how can you have homework this is the first day of school extra credit let me see it you can't our dog ate it don't lie we're not lying See? Bad dog. Give me that. Give. Give it now. Well, there was a lot of rules in this particular classroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miss Fulmeal has a lot. A lot of, lot of rules. And I tried to write them all down. Okay, because I was a good student watching this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I tried to write down what the teacher wrote up on the board. And I know, Nathan, that there are various reference guides and everything. Yeah, that, I, got, I got a list here. Okay, so, so I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna see what I wrote down and uh, just let me know if you see anything I forgot. Yeah. Okay? okay, so here I go. So there's a lot of them. Okay, I have no talking, no moving, no laughing, no guitar playing, no squirming, no gum chewing. No drawing, no singing, no guts, no yawning, no skydiving, no smiling, no swimming, no shirt, no shoes. And then it gets cut off. It says no, but I think it's supposed to say no service right at the end of that. But anyway, then it says no blah, blah, blah. Then it says no rock and roll, no vermicelli, no TV watching, no visitors, no dogs allowed, no dogs allowed, Mm -hmm. no camping. No salamanders, no running, no... Some of these are cut off, but I think it says no yelling, mm-hmm. no raucousness, no... It says ho, so I think horseplay, perhaps? Uh, no stopping, no parking, no fishing, no snorkels, no smoking, no rain... I think it's raincoats, perhaps? This one says no rain checks. Rain checks, okay. Uh, no square dancing... No service, no, 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 no stopping on yellow. And there's also no anything at the very end, of course. No anything. That's she, right. She writes. Because just nothing writes. is allowed. Now, um, what, did I miss anything, or did I get probably? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent job. Well, there's well, like no popcorn. Uh, okay, they said no pop at the top, and I couldn't really tell what the rest was, so it might have been popcorn. There we go, yeah. There was no P.I., and I wasn't quite sure what that was, There was because it got cut off. There was another thing that got cut off that said no law. Like it was no LA. pickles, but maybe. Oh, no pickles. Okay. So there's there's a lot of no's in this, in this yeah, classroom. It's, it's pretty much everything is covered. Apparently, um, they pretty much break all of them. Yes. 
Right. Yeah. Because it'd be impossible not to. Now, did you have a teacher? Did you ever have a teacher, guys, that was like Miss Flamille in some way? Yes. Who now? Do do we do we mind outing this teacher out on? Well, the- I I'll just say she was a computer teacher in um middle school. Uh huh. And you had to sit upright um, with your hands on the the computer keyboard, and you couldn't advance to the next screen until she gave you permission to do so. And uh. we were using a program one time that I had at home and knew how to use it, and I kind of got ahead of the class and. She's like, and we'll all sit back and wait for Kelly to get back to the right screen. Oh, my God. And I was just so embarrassed. Uh-huh. And, and, and she had those those kinds of glasses that she'd kind of sit on the edge of her nose and she'd look down. <laughs> I mean, stereotypical as, as much as anything. Wow. She was awful. That sounds a little bit like Miss Fumil, too. Even the glasses right there. Yeah, she had she, yeah. she had two pairs of glasses, by the way. Miss Fumil had glasses on her nose and then glasses around her neck as well. Hmm. Perhaps the glasses, uh, the other pair of glasses were for the eyes in the back of her head. I'm That's not quite true. sure. <laughs> uh, Nathan, what about you? Did you ever have a teacher like Miss Fumil? Uh, probably. I did have a uh, a computer teacher that wouldn't let us look at our keyboards and would get very angry. If she's caught anyone looking at their keyboard, she would put a a block over. Yeah, I know their what hands you're talking like about. That. But that was probably like the worst that I yeah. had. Was, you know, it was manageable. I had a third grade teacher once, and she was like Miss Trunchable from Matilda. The you know the book Matilda, the roll ball book. You have no. no idea what I'm talking about, no, Nathan. No, Come I mean on. I know it's a movie. And, uh, I <laughs> well, I re- she was like she looked like Miss Trunchable. She was just this kind of ogreish. I just I know she's a poor old woman. She's probably long gone by now. But uh, <laughs> I just remember her Hopefully being. Hopefully, she's so not mean. listening now. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> Please. Anyway, she would slap the rulers down on people's desks, not to hit kids, but to scare them. Um, she did not use corporal punishment. You know. I'm warning you, don't make me use corporal punishment. You mean him? <laughs> but um but yeah, she was I I got moved out of her class to a different class and I was so happy. It was like the best day of the third grade. <laughs> <laughs> My best day of third grade was getting out of that class. So, I think we can kind of all um, you know We've all have a, a misfilled meal in our lives, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, but uh, so the Animaniacs, I think uh, kids can relate to this. Uh, the, the teacher that loves to give Fs to people. And uh, she doesn't even put up with uh, Theodore Plotz, you know, uh, yeah. you know the CEO. He he has to cur- he he's kind of intimidated by her at once. And he it's a big power struggle at the beginning between those two. I expect that they will. I will not tolerate gum chewing. Spit it out. Come, come, come. Give me the gum. Gum chewing is for cows. Help. Mr. Meal, I don't think you. And don't slouch. Sit up straight. Now, you were saying. And speak up. No mumbling. Miss Flamille, do you mind? I am not in class. I hired you. Now, will you please be quiet? The song. That they sang was yeah. cute. I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they when they go through the topics of uh, math and science, and I like the uh, Yakko skipping to straight to a hundred. It's only a six minute cartoon. <laughs> or yes, one two skip a few <laughs> ninety nine one hundred. That's and then when they do science, it seemed more like history. I would think just tell us about the scientists of the eighteen nineties. <laughs> Seems more like a history question than a science question, but whatever. <laughs> Dalt, what can you tell me about the great scientists of the 18th century? They're all dead. No, no, no. All right, they're all living. No, no, no. Well, now we're getting into philosophy. Let's get into the things that we didn't didn't really like. like. (laughs) For me, the animation was just... Yes. I couldn't... uh, If I I close my eyes and just listen to them, it's so much better. Yep. I basically did the same thing. Kelly, did you notice the, the quality of the animation in this one taking a kind of a nosedive from the previous ones? No, not really. Oh boy. It for, I'm glad Nathan noticed it then because I felt like I was just going crazy. I, I really did the same kind of thing. I closed my eyes and I would just listen to the jokes because this, this, uh, this particular episode has an animation company. I think it's called the, um, freelance. Let me look at this up here. 
because I want to make sure I don't get it right, or I do in case get it they're right. Listening and they'll get angry. And they're 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 <laughs> they're done now. Yeah, I don't. They're it's a company that's after closed. doing this cartoon, they couldn't keep in business. Okay, let's see here. Uh, freelance animators, yes. Okay, so this particular cartoon was animated by a group of people. That the company was based in New Zealand, and it was called Freelance Animators of New Zealand. Um, they've done Nighty Night Tune, uh, and a few different segments. I think they do Dot's Poetry Corner, and I think the the Good Idea Bad Idea. It, there's a whole listing online. You could find out the different animation companies and which ones did which parts and and stuff like that. Uh, Freelance anime, uh, animation or animators. I'm not a fan of how they draw these, the, yeah. the, the Warner Brothers. Um, I don't, okay. Nathan, since you're the one who noticed this stuff, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. So what are the things you didn't like about this uh, animation style? The Animaniacs' faces looked weird in a lot of scenes, I felt like. And their, everyone's movements in the cartoon, I felt was just kind of jumpy and, Felt like it was missing frames yeah. at times. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, the 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 lip sync was off. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like I was watching a, a, a cartoon that was originally dubbed in a different language. Mm-hmm. And when I watched like Theodore Plotz like chewing gum, and it was just like the the, the mouths never closed all the way. Mm-hmm. They were always kind of like wah, 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 and they were just kind of mouthing words yeah. um that the the models were also off like it would seem like every other shot like the animaniacs or the, or the warner brothers and sister would get a little bigger or a little smaller yeah, like every yeah. it, it was it was it, distracting it was distracting <laughs> that to me is what drug this one down mm-hmm. i think that if the animation was at a higher quality that we saw, you know, with the animation company, it's a, it was an animation company, I believe, based in Tokyo that did, uh, La La La, just the one we just did, did mm. last, uh, like a couple weeks ago. And, uh, it also did, uh, Hooked on a Ceiling and a few other, I think they do like the opening theme song. Oh, yeah. For this. They, I think that to me, when I think Animaniacs animation, that is like the standard. Yeah. And then we have some of these other animation companies that, are close, but don't really get to the same level as that. So I th- honestly think this is what I would love to happen. I, it's not going to happen, but I would love it for to happen. Someone needs to start a Kickstarter. Some animators need to go out there, start a Kickstarter, <laughs> okay. and re- we need to do a special edition of this Animaniacs episode, <laughs> or at least... At least this, at least this cartoon. Just that one segment. Just this segment, at least, because yeah. I really think that the jokes, the writing, and stuff. While it's not the best that the Animaniacs did, was, I think it was hurt by the yeah, animation. It was in this. definitely distracting. I, I I saw this episode a couple times, and the less I watched the episode, the more I enjoyed the episode. So, in other words, <laughs> if you just listen to the episode, yeah. I was like, the the acting is great. Like uh, the voice acting, I was great you know i don't know i enjoyed it but yeah. not the animation yeah it just <laughs> looked weird so i don't know kelly i i'm i i uh, what what did you what, was there anything that you didn't what did you like or not like about this particular cartoon because it was I, meh altogether right yeah i i just didn't feel like it offered a whole lot of, of anything new um we've sort of seen kind of these same jokes before um uh-huh. In earlier episodes, I think they even did the conjugate one. Um, gosh, I can't remember which episode it was, but it seems like they they made that joke or a similar one, and uh, it it just didn't have um, you know it had just like the, the I think just the one little song and and that was cute, but uh, I didn't really laugh. Well, there was one other little song in it. There oh, was okay. the fizzy cola. Because they were taking a pop quiz, which was like the now that right there, that is a reference to late 80s, early 90s mm-hmm. kind of stuff of the cola wars between Pepsi and Coke. And they would do the Pepsi challenge. Do you remember these this, Kelly? Yeah. With, and then they had Ray Charles. 
I, think, I don't remember Ray Charles. You don't remember Ray, Ray Charles and then the Keys commercials? I think the joke was that he, the, the commercial, I believe, had him drinking Diet Pepsi and then someone switched the Diet Pepsi with Diet Coke. When you got it right, you got it right. Whether you're talking about this or whether you're talking about the one and only Diet Cola that does it for Ray. Diet Pepsi. You know, nothing tastes as good to me as Diet Pepsi. Hmm. All right, now, who's the wise guy? <laughs> now, that's the right one, baby. So that was a, a, a cool little, you know, cultural reference that kids today honestly wouldn't get. Um, we were, I was showing this episode today to students in the library at my school. At lunchtime, they all come in and they play games and they, you know, read, you know, check out books and everything. But I said, you know what? From now on, every Tuesday, I'm going to play an episode of the Animaniacs that were the one that we're discussing for the day mm-hmm. just to see if they react to it. And I'm not going to call attention to it. I'm not going to say, Hey, everybody, watch the Animaniacs up on the TV screen <laughs> in the corner. I'm just going to play it. And if they start watching it, you know, that's great. And wouldn't you know it today? They really started watching it a lot. I think the, the I think perhaps even though the segment isn't that uh, strong for us right now, Seeing a teacher and seeing yeah, like a, a school, a and... school environment while you're in school kind of was the hook to get a lot of kids in, you know, interested. Um, the kids that were, uh, that were watching this were fifth and sixth graders during lunch today. Mm. And, uh, they really liked it. In fact, we'll play some audio of, uh, some of the kids. I interviewed some of these kids. So, oh, cool. yeah. So to, you know, towards the end of today's episode, I'll play some of the interviews I had with them. Which was cool to see what they thought about the Animaniacs. Did you get their water tower rating? I did not. Uh, next, time, <laughs> next time I'll have to get their water tower rating and they'll just look at me like, what? Anyway. So. Yeah, just don't even explain it. Just say, yeah, what's your ta- water tower rating? <laughs> Excuse me? Just, what's your water tower rating? <laughs> Fine. You're, you're no good. To get me. out. You're banned from the library. <laughs> so yeah, you know, this, this particular one. Yeah, I mean, Miss Flamille as a, as an antagonist isn't one of my favorites. The, the little gags though were cute and the innuendo, I thought that, that whole, that whole thing, um, conjugate, conjugate was, was cute. Yeah. There's also a bunch of things with like the, like the seat, find your seat. Yeah. And I found mine, I found mine. I bet you don't have any trouble finding yours. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, I think would have been better if the animation wasn't so bad where I was just like annoyed from them <laughs> bending over and bending showing their and, seats. I and then like, oh. they look weird. Yeah. You look weird. <laughs> your butts look weird. Everything you look about weird. you looks weird. Don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> and then the, and then there was another thing that, is is weird when Miss Flamiel is pulling stuff out of her out of her dress, like out of her top, yeah. and he says, "What else you got in there?" Kind of like that. Now that it was kind of a weird line. Yeah, I don't know if that would be acceptable. And <laughs> I I did I I will admit when I when I was showing this at lunch today, and fifth graders were watching, I kind of looked at them just to see how they would react to the conjugate joke and the. And I don't, I didn't see what they, how they reacted when she was grabbing stuff out of her, out of her dress. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see if they kind of looked at each other and laughed or anything. Um, th- they didn't have any reaction for the conjugate stuff. It went right over those fifth graders' heads. So that was nice to see, actually. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm like, good. They're still innocent at this age. <laughs> okay. So, well, without any further ado, let's just get right on over to segment two. Segment two was Hooray for Slappy. Hooray for Slappy was written by John P. McCann and directed by Rusty Mills once again. So, Nathan, what happened here in Hooray for Slappy? So, uh, Slappy has been awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award, I believe. Uh, and then, uh, unfortunately, all her arch rivals are teaming up against her 
to try to kill her, I guess, or at least sabotage the ceremony. Yeah, so, I don't think they could kill her. I think they were thinking, like, we'll just get her because we always blew up in the cartoons. So and we'll make her blow up. Cause I don't think maybe it was a would... test. Yeah, it was a test in humiliation. I think okay. that's what I was telling myself because she's <laughs> already gone over with Skippy. Like you can't blow up a cartoon character. Yeah, no one can get hurt. So that's what I just was telling myself. Anyway, continue. So they wanted they want to uh, blow her up or something. Yeah, and it, all their plans end up backfiring, and uh, she ends up giving them an award, and uh, that award also blows up and backfires and. That's pretty much the end of the cartoon. <laughs> so, yes, they go to the Friars Club and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to the Friars Club for the award, and they hook up a bomb to the award, and yeah, there we go. So, Kelly, what do you think about this Slappy cartoon? Hooray for Slappy. I thought it, I thought it was okay. Um, you know, it, I, I did kind of like the... Um, you know, Slappy's been in, in, you know, in the business for a long time and now she's getting an award and I like the, the you know, that kind of, uh, viewpoint of, of older actors and, you know, they've taken out their teeth, the, the wolf <laughs> character yeah. and, you know, funny little jokes like that and, you know, sort of what it's like to be older and in Hollywood and still being recognized for your achievements. Um, even though Slappy wasn't really excited that, you know, they called her what a, a former tune or former or star. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah. And then they used a picture of her when she was like young and cute in the, yes. in the newspaper. Which, uh, let's talk about that newspaper real quick. First of all, mm-hmm. there's a headline on it that also talks about the, the Elvis. <laughs> yeah. It must have been like the Weekly World News or something like that because uh Elvis Presley is there's a rumor that he's living in the Warner Tower with the Warners. Yeah. Uh but I the, thought he was on a spaceship. That's what well maybe they brought him down. That's true. We did just <laughs> so it's they it's, found out he's alive and maybe they rescued him. <laughs> but uh but I don't know if you saw this Kelly but they when Skippy or I'm sorry when Slappy is upset at the uh about all these new stars and everything that they talk about in the, I guess it was kind of like a variety newspaper. Uh, she rips it or, you know, slams it down on the floor. And there's a bunch of different articles about the tiny tunes in mm-hmm. there. Uh, Nathan, do you have any of those on your, on well, your screen? Well, I've noticed the, uh, Buster Bunny Too Cool one. Uh-huh. But when I first saw it, but I didn't notice the, uh, there's Plucky Duck Con, con Man question mark. Uh-huh. And there's Babs shares her beauty secret. But, <laughs> so it is funny. Yeah. Buster Bunny too cool. Too, is he too cool? Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is probably an article written by Buster Bunny. Exactly. I'm, su- I'm like, assuming. <laughs> Cause Buster was always one of those characters that he, he often was the coolest rabbit on campus, but he had a vulnerable side. But anyway, <laughs> that's, that's Buster. So, uh, yeah, so there's some cool little more Tiny Toons references are always cool. And again, back in this time period, uh, you could see Tiny Toons and Animaniacs often back to back. So, uh, you know, that was neat. It was yeah. cool. Um, there was also a, a bunch of, and by the way, Kelly, I was, you were mentioning how neat it was to see all the, the recognition of the older generation in this. I really liked the old fans that were outside waiting for Slappy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yay! <laughs> yeah. And they did <laughs> There was a lot of signs in uh, this particular episode that are parody signs of uh, places in Hollywood and L.A., and I, again, I wrote down the ones I found. Okay. Nathan. Okay. So you're going to double check me and see which ones I've, I missed perhaps. Okay. Right. That sounds good. And maybe, maybe I can come up with some that they didn't come up with. So here we go. Uh, so first of all, uh, there's a sleaze hotel, sleaze, sleaze. Yeah. Maybe sleaze E hotel is what it's supposed to be. Um, there's a Hollywood mush, mustache wax museum. So instead of the Hollywood wax museum. There's the Hollywood Bowl, which is actually a bowling alley in this particular cartoon. And I saw a Tedricks of Hollywood instead of Fredericks. Um, uh, also, uh, Slappy was staying not in her tree in this episode, mm-hmm. but in the Walnut Astoria, 
which is the parody, of course, of the the real hotel. The oh, it's escaping my brain right now. The Waldorf. Uh, Waldorf there you go. Astoria. Thank you, <laughs> Kelly. Uh, and the bad guys. The you had Sid the Squid and what? What were the the bison? They had the drooling bison. Gosh. Yeah, it was just uh, a little distracting. He was, he was, he was uh, Beanie the Bison. That's what he was. He, yeah. wore, he wears a beanie. He drools constantly. Uh, beanie the brain dead bison, or I think uh, Skippy calls him the cerebrally challenged bison. Yeah, cerebrally challenged. <laughs> At one point. Um, but they're saying in the Hotel California, and there is a sign right there that says there's plenty of room. In the Hotel California. So there we go. A good like reference to the Beach Boys or <laughs> just, the Eagles. Just, the Eagles. I, I hate the blinking Eagles. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lebowski. Uh, and, of course, there was the Hotel Bomb Adventure where the whole thing is held. The Hotel Bomb Adventure is a, a parody of the uh, Hotel Bon Adventure. Bon I can't even pronounce it right now. I showed it to you, or I was talking about it before we started recording. Yeah, the, the West The Bonaventure. That's, how you, that's how you say it. The Bonaventure. And the, the hotel, it looks exactly like it does in the cartoon. So there mm-hmm. you go. So, again, not being a, an L.A. resident, a lot of those things kind of go over my head. I'm going, what are they talking about? I've never seen the Bonaventure Hotel in person, at least not that I could remember. Uh, but there were lots of celebrities, older and in many cases, dead. Yeah, now dead. <laughs> now dead celebrities in this uh, in this uh, restaurant or in the in the Friars Club, I should say, uh, waiting for the to, for Slappy to be honored. We had George Burns mm-hmm. with a young girlfriend because uh, George Burns, especially in his later years, <laughs> as he was getting towards one hundred, always had like that younger girl with him. <laughs> uh, we have Milton Berle in the audience, who we will find out in a later episode. Uh, really has a problem with Yakko and and stuff. So we'll we'll learn be, more about that in the ooh. future. Yeah, that'll be fun. Bob Hope <laughs> is back. Bob yeah, Hope is back. The jester. The jester in a previous episode with King Yakko <laughs> is now kind of old Bob Hope. He's uh, sitting there, and uh, we had the Golden Girls there. The Golden Girls. Well, three out of the four Golden Girls were there. With Don Rickles trying to push prunes on them for some, like <laughs> pushing prunes towards them. Uh, so we had, uh, let's see, we had, uh, Estelle Getty, Betty White, and who was the third one? Oh, come on. B. Arthur, right? So we were missing, hmm. are we missing Blanche, Kelly? Is that who we were missing? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Blanche was busy, like, Flirting with somebody in the in the background, mm-hmm. I'm sure she was doing something. So, by the way, I got to point out everybody that <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring up uh, Golden Girls without bringing up your awesome cosplay uh, at Dragon Con, Kelly. Let's talk about this. Okay. Golden Girls, what happened? Uh, well, some friends and I drank too much one afternoon <laughs> and went to I- Ikea in Atlanta and somewhere around the, the, the section where I'm spinning in an office chair going around the aisles, um, the uh, the topic of Dragon Con and costuming came up. And I don't know how it got into it, but we decided to do a, a Star Wars Golden Girls mashup costume. <laughs> and I thought that the group would just kind of forget about the idea and never bring it up again. But apparently, nope. <laughs> and so we ended up doing it. And, um, of course, I, I being the, the shortest one in our group was, um, uh, uh Sophia Petrillo slash Yoda. And, um, also cause I love, I love Yoda. And so, um, we, we decided who, you know, which of us would be which characters. And so we all did that as a costume. I think that was just an, a, an awesome mashup right there. That's, that was, that was very creative thinking. It, so <laughs> you never the know. Only ones I would think. <laughs> you never know where inspiration will hit you after a few <laughs> drinks, perhaps even in an Ikea spinning in a chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> so, so very cool. Um, there was also a uh, oh, and Betty White. By the way, it was I thought it was really cute. Betty White is there holding uh, a little dog and a little cat. 
when she's uh there in the in, sitting in the oh, chair yeah. because Betty White uh is you know she's she's still around of course you mm-hmm. know on on everything that I you know can see her on and she's uh she loves dogs and cats she's constantly she's a big animal advocate so that was cool um did you know what Slappy meant when she said, do you have any food here not manufactured by Voight? I assumed it was something yeah. to do with, like, tennis balls or something. Okay, good. You, you, you got it more than I did, Nathan. Well, just because of uh, Skippy in the background hitting I the food, and it was a rubbery. I didn't get the connection, but you're I, absolutely right. Okay, Voight is a sporting <laughs> goods company. Aha. So, not being a big sports person, I had no idea what that was. I don't know about you, Kelly, but that went nope. <laughs> yeah, that went completely over my head. Uh, so, uh, so, and, and you know, there was other little corny gags that honestly I didn't get until like the second time through, like when Sid the Squid comes in with the candles with all the dynamite on it, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Oh, you had you know this you know this of all the things you've done before, this really takes the cake." Yeah, uh, that's but- punny. Yeah, very punny, uh, Slappy. Um, I was a little confused about the Friars Club trophy. I didn't know what kind of bird that was or what that was from. Listeners, if you have any idea, I'm assuming it's a, an animal from maybe a Looney Tunes cartoon. Um, but- oh, I bet it's a Looney Tune. <laughs> or, or a loon, you know. I mean, there's like a bird. It's a loon. Oh, but sure. Let, let's go for it. Oh. It's a loony loon. <laughs> it's a fact now. It kind of looked like a turkey or maybe a little bit like the buzzard that was in. It looks like. Yeah, it looked kind of like the buzzard from Looney Tunes. Like the, the, the vulture. George. Yeah, the vulture that yeah. keeps trying to eat uh, but not, Bugs Bunny. Not exactly. I was a little. To me, again, let's go for a Kickstarter on this. I want to re- I'm going to redo this part too. Instead of that friar, it should be Porky Pig from when he was Friar Tuck with Daffy Duck. Yikes! And away! 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 Well, Porky was dressed up as a friar. They should have done him as the Friars Club trophy. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) Uh, there was uh, also the Scottish villain. Do you have his name, Nathan? There was a there was a yeah, I just had it. Let's see. A a character from Looney Tunes is in the Friars Club kind of watching and then outside in the outside as well, watching them exit. Uh, he has those big red sideburns. What's his? Yeah, his name is Angus McRory. Angus McRory. Okay, so McRory. we got Rory. So we do have a classic Looney Tunes character in there. Yeah, and uh, you know, and of course, one more reference of Slappy. Uh, you know, uh, Mary Mary Heartless <laughs> asks her, mm-hmm. "Where are you? You know, you've just mm. won this. Where are you going to go now?" So of course, that's the Disneyland Disney yeah. World thing. And she goes, "I'm going to bed." Which it was cute, you know. I yeah. Uh, overall, I again, I I like this. I like this cartoon with Slappy. It was a it was good. I, I could say quote unquote classic Slappy because, you know, she isn't impressed with anything in yeah. this world. That is, <laughs> she's seen it all and really, I think, wants to enjoy her retired life and just kind of make fun of people as she goes. I think so. I did enjoy this uh, Slappy cartoon. Again, the animation not the best. Yeah, it was it was a little faulty in areas, but it was I think it was better than it was the better. last one. It was better. Well, it was it was, it was definitely I mean, better, better than, than the first the, segment. That's of what this. I mean. The better than the first segment of this, but but uh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't distracting to the point where it's, no, I could watch. Like I wouldn't if the first segment wasn't so bad. I don't think I would have noticed this segment being bad. Mm-hmm. Like. It, well, any other thoughts about this uh, second one? What you guys liked? Any particular gags? Anything like that? Um, I just like that she still breaks the third wall, fourth wall, the fourth wall. Yeah, the breaks fourth the wall. Fourth She's wall. breaking every wall. In the she room. breaks every wall. She broke the ceiling when they bas- blasted through exactly. the top. Exactly. So just, but yeah, just enjoyable. But okay, Kelly, what about you? Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, nothing really really stands out <laughs> for me for this episode, though. Okay, well. Before we wrap things up and we give this our water tower rating, we have the premiere of 
a segment that I loved when I was a kid. Yeah. And now that I saw now that I'm a little older, I wasn't as yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it as much. It's the great Wakarati. And of course the great Wakarati is Wacko uh burping to Blue Danube. And he it's uh, it's the song Blue Danube, mm-hmm. which is cool to various burps. Now the burps are not done by Jess Harnell. Oh. They're actually done by Maurice LaMarche. And mm. Maurice LaMarche has the ability, ladies and gentlemen, to actually do these he doesn't like inhale you know how you can do like fake burps. You yeah. Know, like, swallow some air and then burp it out real quick. That that's not what he does. He actually has the ability to kind of do this kind of croaking kind of belching thing. And he does it quite often actually at some different cons. If you're able to see him at uh live and in person at uh, some panels, I would recommend asking him about about it because there's quite a there's quite a different things here online uh of him doing it, including the following clip, which is uh from I'm gonna give proper credit to who the, the gentleman who filmed this. This is from a guy named Lee Conrad and it's uh from a video called Maurice's Otherworldly Sound. Uh this is uh featuring Jess Harnell, uh Rob Paulson and Maurice Lamarche talking about the burps the burping sounds so of uh, the great Wakarati. Yes. The great Wakarati, including a live performance of blue Danube by Maurice LaMarche. So let's listen to this and let's see. <laughs> it's all. He, he kind of, I remember the producers were kind of looking something and how, I don't know how it came about, but it was so clear that Maurice did this otherworldly sound. That ultimately oh. it was, was pitch shifted and and oh. all that and, and was used in the great rock rock karate coil. So Over and you have such a unique gift that is able to be musicalized. I'm a phenomenon of my two cents. So here, you know, I, I'm playing Wacko, right? They, they give me the script and it says, so Wacko comes out and goes, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to sing, you know, Jingle Bells. And then it's like, it belches Jingle Bells. Right? And, I'm, and I'm literally thinking, well, I can do a lot of stuff, you know, with, with my voice, but... I really can't belch on command. I know a lot of frat guys can, but I can't. <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh, what if they don't like They're going to get mad at me. And now, you know, and I'm sitting at home trying to drink a lot of soda and I'm like getting tiny little bit. It's like, oh man, they're going to fire me, right? So I go into the session. I don't even know this. If Mo knows this. I went into the session and I said, gosh, Andrea, our director, I said, I'm. I feel so bad. I didn't sleep or anything because I don't want to make anybody mad, but I don't think I can belch jingle bells. She goes, oh, don't worry. We got We have it covered. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, there's this guy, you see? And now at this point, Mo, why don't you enjoy trying to... What they did... <laughs> I, 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 since I'm a little kid, um, I just pulled up uh, plastic puke I used to fold it up in fifth grade and palm it and I and I go, teacher I'm not feeling very well. And then I go like this and I drop it and I go Enter the Simpsons episode of The Critic. That's right. That were a photograph, the caption would be, what? And give up show business? So, um, somehow, yeah, somehow, uh, what they decided to do was they, they, they did do a lot of other things. And Rich Stone, the late, great Richard Stone, said what we'll do is you just sing scales in that and we'll sample it and I'll put it on a keyboard so really I mean it's a collaboration of, of musicianship and my and they sampled literally every note on the scale and, and half tones as well oh my god and so, I, don't know, I, I don't know if I can solo it or not but I okay let's let's um, I think I can do um, Dan you better make a jingle bell yeah I got it I got it <laughs> I 
All right. Well, there we go. So, a true performer. <laughs> so that that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is is Maurice Lamarche doing that uh, that burping right there. Um, so, what do you guys think? Great Wakarati. What does it hold up? Is it still good? Uh, I definitely enjoyed it more as a kid than <laughs> I did. But yeah, I, I didn't like it as much as I used to. Okay. But yeah, I remember like loving it and just laughing hysterically at these. But <laughs> today when I was showing this episode for the kids, they were going crazy during this part. They were they were watching the whole episode. They were watching Slappy, they were watching the teacher, and I saw them and they were, they had their full attention, you know, the the five or six kids that were there watching. Mm-hmm. But when Wacko went up there and started belching and doing all that stuff, Boy, oh boy, they were just laughing, like really vocally. So it it holds up for kids, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think, it, but yes, for for adults, I think it's one of those things that we look at today and we go, oh, gross. Uh, my, I was watching this with my wife and she was like, I do not like this segment. <laughs> it's just <laughs> grossing her out too much. I still like it because, uh, I don't know, I still like burping sounds from time to time. Uh, anything else you want to talk about this? Because I have some, uh, other thoughts from our my students at my school. Wakarati, what do we think? I'm, 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 I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, anything else about Wakarati? Mm, no. All right. Well, let's go ahead and go right to some of the kids at my school. Uh, I, we were, I was interviewing some of them as they were watching Animaniacs today at lunch. And, uh, I didn't tell them what I was interviewing them for, but I just said, Hey, I want to do an interview for, with you about Animaniacs. All right. Give me your first name. What's your first name? Jasmine. Okay. So I'm talking with Jasmine right here. Jasmine, what do you like about Animaniacs? I like that it's, um, funny and some of the skits are different every time. Very cool. Who's your favorite character? Um, I'm not sure. I can't decide. Can't decide. Okay. Do you like the Warner Brothers or uh, uh, Dot? Uh, do you like Slappy the Squirrel? Who like? I like Slappy the Squirrel. You like Slappy the Squirrel? Okay. Well, we're watching Slappy right now. So that's cool. <laughs> so that's probably why she said I like Slappy the Squirrel. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I like Slappy the Squirrel. <laughs> uh, just stop talking to me, please. <laughs> She was fine. She was there. So that was cute. So, and then we had another student. We had a, other students who walked in and they would see it playing and they go, "Oh, the Animaniacs!" Oh, really? I watched this on Amazon Fire or I watched this on Netflix. So, you know, kids definitely knew what they were. Let's hear another one of the students here and see what they thought about this particular episode. So, okay. So, how do you say Josepio? Osebio. Oh, Okay, I'm here with Ozebio, right? Okay, I pronounced it correctly. Now, you like the Animaniacs, right? Yes. Oh, there's stuff dropping over there. What do you like about the Animaniacs? That they're goofy. That they're goofy. Uh, who's your favorite character? It's a hard question. Or group of characters. Do you like the Warner Brothers and the, their sister the, the best, or do you like a different character more? Uh, the Wonder Brothers. Okay. Leading question. What is your favorite? <laughs> yep. One memory, one one cartoon that you like the most about the Animaniacs? Because you say you've seen them, you've seen almost, you've seen a bunch of episodes, right? I don't remember? I've seen a whole bunch, and then I, and then I just name name one part that you say that was a funny part. When they get abducted by aliens, like they're gonna get abducted, and then it's and then they're just floating, and then they just stay on the bed, and it's gone, and they're just floating in the air. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember what they called that 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 green alien? They kept calling him a character from Star Wars. Do you remember? Yoda. The trivia in your They kept calling him Yoda in that one. <laughs> So, yes. So there you go. Good. I'm glad you like Animaniacs, because I used to watch the show when I was your age, too. Actually, probably a little bit older, but I love the Animaniacs, too. You know that? Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks for interviewing. All right. I'm here interviewing some kids about a show that was on 23 years ago. It's 23 years old, right? You just saw an episode. What did you like about that episode you just saw? What was the funniest thing that you saw? Burping. That was cool. The burping part? Okay. Now, did you get any of the plot lines of any of those? What was what was going on in any of those, those segments at all? No, it was kind of just like so much 
randomness is but it was yeah. cool it's like it's cool randomness is cool Randomness is cool. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so there we go. So we finally got some kid perspectives in this episode, guys. Yeah, that's good. And even though Wakarati didn't really go for us, yeah, it's the number one segment. If a kids were to rate this, that would get them the highest amount of stars right there. Wakarati. So there you go. You can't knock it. Well, okay. I'll stop then. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let's go straight into our water tower rating. So, oh yes, let's go ahead, <laughs> Kelly. Out of five water towers, how many would you give this particular episode? I think I will give it two and a half. Okay, why is that? I just didn't like it very much. I didn't. <laughs> well, not, that's not true. I didn't dislike it. Uh-huh. It just. I didn't find any of it really. Maybe it's because I don't feel well. So it just nothing particularly made me laugh or particularly funny. And um, it's not one I really remembered from uh, when I first watched the show. Uh And and maybe Miss Flamel did remind me of that cranky computer teacher a little too much. Yeah, definitely not a good, definitely not a good uh, episode to watch if you're feeling (laughs) under the weather. Don't watch this one, I suppose, (laughs) because it just brings up too many bad memories. And then if you're really feeling sick, like your stomach is feeling sick, you definitely don't want to watch Wacko at the end burping. (laughs) Yeah, because you're like, oh please no. I'd rather just go watch Wally Lama again. <laughs> that one is much more zen as well. Did you have the uh-huh. <laughs> uh so Nathan, what about you? Oh boy. Okay. Okay, now I'm I'm a little worried about this before you go into your, your rating, because Nathan, I saw you this weekend. Yeah. And you were like, Oh, this episode coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't know about this. So I'm a little anxious to see how how low will he go. Well, I saw it two more times and I think I enjoyed it more the next couple times watching it just because i didn't watch the animation as much but i'm i'll go with two two water towers just, two water towers okay yeah i was gonna go to 1.5 originally all right but at two they did do here's the show's namey again that's true and um, at the end it was goodbye nurse again yeah so it's like so you didn't even have any little variants yeah but I think the uh, Wackerati is the thing that has to bring it up, just because I remember enjoying it so much. Okay. But I think this is my least favorite sloppy squirrel one so far. So far. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half as well. Although I will say this again: if someone is brave enough and they really want to invest all the time to do a Kickstarter and get it, get that first segment redrawn and everything, I bet it would go up to a, a three and a half. Perhaps for me, yeah, yeah. I, I would go probably to a three if uh yeah if it had a the animation just drawing it, it bugged me it bugged me a lot so anyway that's our ratings well let's go ahead and go to this was a big poll ladies and gentlemen we had a we had one of our employees jobs on the line let's go ahead and find out <laughs> whether or not our announcer was fired with oh, he boy. gets to get another job or something. So here's our Twitter poll results. Now it's time for this week's Animaniacast poll. Listeners were asked, should we keep up? Oh. How? Listeners were asked, should we keep our announcer? Holy smokes, that's me. Huh. Well, I... This... 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 This might be it for me, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to say it's been a pleasure. Uh, annoying some of you. And entertaining others. Well, without further ado, here's the results. Should we keep our announcer? Hashtag Animaniacast poll. 5% said no. Well, lot do to you. But look, 95% said yes. That means I get to keep my job. Oh, huzzah. That means I get to stay here. Hooray, hooray, hooray. I get to eat dinner tonight. I'm going to have soup. Now, back to the host with a new poll for this week. Well, yes. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yes, 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 
yes. He kept his job. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You can calm down, Nathan. Sorry. I just love that guy so much. <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I know you weren't a fan of him, but now you're just gonna have to stick with well, him. Well, I I think there was voter fraud in the in the whole situation. No, no recounts, no recounts. Sorry, I'm pretty sure there were hanging I chads. To, I had to create so many fake Twitter. What? <laughs> I mean, um, aha. Well, that pretty much solves it, at least for right now. That the at least for now, the announcer has kept his job. So there we go. So congratulations. Okay. Mr. Announcer for our, our podcast. Good. You will, at least for now, continue to tell us the results. Let's go ahead and go to the Twitter poll for this week. Okay, so the Twitter poll question this week. Nathan, do you have that up? I can read it right here. Okay, good, because I... Because <laughs> you don't have the notes up. Okay, so the, the question we have for this week is, uh, which of these is the best variant verse for the Animaniacs. Now that we, we kept off some of them because we can only fit four in. Um, I would say that the, the standard is probably here's the show's name. So I'm voting for that one. <laughs> well, we're not putting it in the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they say different things, uh, before, you know, totally insane. And then usually here's the show's name. Usually they say here's the show's <laughs> name. But, um, <laughs> Here are our choices. Please vote for your favorite. What do you think, for whatever reason, I'm I'm not going to ask why. Just what do you think is, what's your favorite? Yeah. Is it A, Citizen Kaney, or B, Pinky and the Brainy, C, Shirley McClaney, or D, Cockamamey? So, right there, just a kind of cool little, I don't know about cool, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cute little poll for us to vote on. What do you, what's your favorite? There's many other ones. Maybe we'll put some other ones in there uh, later on, depending on how much people care about these. <laughs> <things>. Exactly. <laughs> well, oh, I care. I care. I want to know. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and get straight to uh, ways we can get in contact with us. Uh, number one, please, everybody, you can go on to iTunes and you can leave a five-star positive review for us on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, and, uh, and let us know with a five-star review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, if, if you're, if you're nice, then we absolutely will read those up on the air. Uh, if you're really mean, then we just go, Oh, ignore this. And we, yeah, we, we don't like that stuff, but so far we haven't gotten any. So that's not a challenge. We haven't gotten any that's reviews, not a challenge guys. to your trolls out there. I'm just saying that uh, you know that Animaniacs fans are, are are awesome people, and they they like to leave positive and constructive feedback, which is fantastic. But we can also you can also email us, which is animaniacast at uh, retrozap.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, which is just Twitter and Facebook.com slash Animaniacast. Perfect. And uh, Nathan, uh, if people want to get in contact with you, what should they do? Last week I announced Jangoft at Twitter, and uh, it's still that. It's still Jangoft. And how are your followers doing right now? Oh, I've got at least 10. you got at least 10, I which is awesome. Yeah. If you want to be, one of these days Nathan's going to get up to 20, and you might just be number 20. Oh, yeah. You'll get a nice retweet and everything. That's awesome. Number 20. So Yeah. And Kelly, what about you? I'm on Twitter at Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S. And uh, Kelly at BigShinyRobot.com. That's correct. I got to help you out. You're sick. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot the email. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, and don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, when you're uh, out there and you're looking for different podcasts to listen to, head on over to RetroZap.com. There are so many different podcasts and neat articles to read. Uh, there was uh, just one at the time of the publication of this, a really cool uh, article about uh, Star Wars. And is Star Wars a liberal or conservative-leaning franchise, which was really cool. Uh, but there's also tons of different uh, podcasts to listen to. Starship, Sabres and Scoundrels, The Trade Federation, Blob of the Hut, Bruise and Blasters, Skywalking Through Neverland, uh, Techno Retro Dads, uh, the Deuce Cast, the Arg Cast, and a bunch of other podcasts as well. That you know, there's just a lot of them, and us too. We're on there because we're a member of the RetroZap family, which is so cool, isn't Yee, it? I like that. All right. <laughs> 
Well, we will see you next week with a very musical episode, mm-hmm. uh, which includes Rollover Beethoven. Rollover Beethoven. Yeah. And <laughs> The Cat and the Fiddle. There we go. So with that, this is Joey. And for Nathan and Kelly, good night, everybody. Good night, Joey. <laughs> good night. This podcast is not endorsed by Warner Brothers or Amblin Entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Animaniacs, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds of the Animaniacs characters or any other Animaniacs-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Warner Brothers, Amblin Entertainment, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacs unless otherwise indicated. Slappy Squirrel, you've just won the Lifetime Achievement Award. What are you going to do? now i'm going to bed